0: This is Greener Grass, a podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie Week, Kelly McVeigh, and say your name. Say your name. No? The, no, the Bean. The Bean, and we're with Digitent Podcast. How's it going, guys? Hope you're having a wonderful day. Me and Bean are chilling here, recording, and I editing the podcast. I something. Oh, it's Okay. All right, my friends. Uh, before we get started, check the show notes. Become part of the Green Grass family. Opt into our newsletter, and you'll get all of the good stuff. We have to do it all day. We have to. Well, we don't have to work all day. We just have to work a little bit, and then we can go do fun things. Okay. Oh, she's a little impatient with her mama. So today we have Tracy Culver, and uh, this is this is a friend of Kelly's, and. She tells the harrowing story and her journey of grief. Um, her husband suddenly passed. And, uh, you know, so suddenly she wasn't even able to say goodbye. And she talks about her journey with it, um, her son losing her father. Her name's Tracy, my love. And, um, and, and some advice on what we can do to prepare for the unexpected. All right, my friends, let's get started.
1: So, hello greener grass listeners. Um, you know, Carrie and I through four seasons now, which is crazy, have um really broadened like how we talk to people what what we do here on greener grass. And really the goal is always that it's ordinary people doing extraordinary things in lives and everyone's life story journey has huge pivots in it, some um, unexpected, some that we choose. And everybody's story and journey has so many life lessons that we can all learn from. I have been watching um, Tracy just on social media, really. I knew of her, obviously, um, but we never really like hung out or all the things. But I feel like our future is about to change in that. So I'll post those pictures as well. But I've just been watching Tracy and her story and journey has had a big life shift and pivot in the last year. Um, And the fact that she became a young widow, um, super unexpected. And, you know, we talk so many times about how how life's pivots and journeys and stories, you know, really give us perspective even on our own lives And um, so as I watch Tracy kind of her life changing, being a single mom, um, doing all those things, I do it myself with admiration and and a little inspiration and watching her make this life change, but knowing that there's probably lots of hard days and dark days. And so I asked Tracy if she would jump on and talk a little bit about probably starting with a little bit of her love story, um but then moving into how life changed unexpectedly and what she's learning from that and the direction she's going today. So Tracy welcome to greener grass Hello. and I'd love for you to just start off by giving everybody like a little intro of you who you are, where you're at, um just to kick us off.
2: Yes, thank you Kelly. Um, so I, uh, was in an amazing relationship with my husband for, we got married in 2011, but we knew we actually met in 2000. So we knew each other for a very long time. It took a little bit to get me to the altar, <laughs> but, uh, but once I knew and, you know, dated around and found out that he was like, absolutely amazing. I felt like, you know, I, it was time. So we ended up getting married in 2011. Again, uh, meeting in 2000, we got engaged in 2000, uh, 2001. Got unengaged, dated other people and came back around. So it all worked out. Um, he was, you know, an amazing dad. He had two other, um, children that are older. Um, yeah. And then we had a child together, Braxton. So, um,
1: yeah. So I kind of love that that's your story too. That you know they always what is that saying? Like, um, let them go and if they come back, they're yes. yours. Yes. They never were. Yeah, 100. I kinda I love that because I think it shows a little bit of maturity mm-hmm. too. People yeah. might not think that, but I do think it shows a little maturity where you kind of like let it loose, like mm-hmm. you're not after the chase. Yep. And like letting it loose and that you guys came back to each other and that you really I mean, that sounds even more so that you guys stayed in each other's lives in that way, Mm -hmm. that there was probably like a really strong underlying friendship as well that you kind of. Yeah. He showed
2: me through the times that we were not together, that he was still like within my family, you know, helping them doing things that I knew that he was a keeper, you know, and I just, it took me a while to actually, you know, see it. And once I did see it, I couldn't unsee it, if that makes sense.
1: And Tracy, I don't know if you said what his name was. Um, um well, it was Jonathan
2: Frederick Culver, but we called him Fred, yeah, for short.
1: So yeah. you guys had this long journey and then had Braxton. Yep. Um I love that you kind of even got engaged and then like paused and then yes. and got married, had Braxton. Yep. And I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, also small business owners. Correct. Mm -hmm. all business owners that you were doing that together so I think when you are have that kind of relationship husband and wife and you're you're working a business together doing all the ins and outs of the day a lot yeah not taking away from a regular relationship but you guys are in the thick of it every single day sure personally and on the business side of things yep um so and then what how did that I mean, things are going along. Braxton, how how old is Braxton now? Braxton's 11. Um, okay. So we got married
2: in 2011, had him in 2012. I was debating on if I, like, as I said before, he had two boys already. They were older, so I wasn't sure if I wanted, you know, I was back and forth with, with kids. We um, yeah. had Braxton in 2012, and he's 11 now. Um, but, um, yeah.
1: Okay, so what... How did that big pivot happen? Did he have any of uh, you know underlying was it complete shock, I guess, or did he have any underlying health conditions that you were worried about or concerned?
2: Well, he has a family history of heart um, you know issues and so forth. Um, he had been to the doctor and, and so forth, but he he wasn't we were never, you know scared or or thinking that anything like this would be possible. Um, but this was January of 2022. And as you stated before, we had a, have a business, but he also had a, another, he had a career. He was a um, service director at a dealership. Okay. So he had a, you know, a, a lot of, you know, stress at his job, but he was very good at it. Like he was a sales guy. He was very like driven. Um, not only did he work there, he, you know, as we, again, we had the business together. So he did a, a lot of the maintenance for the business. He worked at the business. Um, but yeah, it was, it was total shock, total shock. Um,
1: so not that I want to go back to that day specifically, because I don't want you to have to like replay, but what you can share or what you feel comfortable with sharing, was it a normal day for the most part?
2: Yes, it was, um, him going to work, getting up at, you know, five 30 every day, kissing me on the cheek every single day. He went to work leaving, um, talking to him at, you know, noon, texting back and forth. And then by, you know, five o'clock, getting a call saying he was on the way to the, you know, in the emergency um, vehicle on the way to the hospital. So, um, and the thing was with our uh, our business is seasonal. It is an, uh, a self-frozen yogurt shop. Yeah. So we were opening up the next day. This was a Monday night. He was supposed to be there around six o'clock. I've received a call about 545 saying he was on the way to the hospital, not thinking it was anything, you know, you know, just maybe I would get to the hospital later and, and he would be in a room or, or something. Yeah. yeah. So nothing, um, you know, headed over to the hospital trying to figure out what was going on.
1: And I mean, what is that next day? Like, like you wake up and your life is completely different.
2: <clears throat> oh gosh. Shock, shock all night long. Um, so I not sure what you wanted to know about that night.
1: Yeah. Uh, and you don't even have to share sure. it. It's, sure. I'm you willing to share, to share it. You're comfortable absolutely. with like, if you want to share that you got there and you got to go it, like whatever. Yeah. You absolutely. With.
2: Yeah. Um, his best friend had, um, was kind of a little bit of a you know comedian, a little bit had called me when I was at the store waiting for my husband that night. Again, we were opening up our business the next day. So, when you open up a business the next day after being closed for the season, it's a lot, so you have a lot to do. So, I was with my son Braxton waiting for him to um, arrive, and I received a call from his best friend saying that he was on the way to the hospital and to get to uh you know, to get there as soon as I could. And I was just kind of like, didn't know if this was like, you know, real or not. And I'm just, are you kidding around? Are you guys going to the bar? Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? So I um, tried to figure out what to do with my son. I took him to my mom's, dropped him off there. And then um, my husband's best friend, Kenny, ended up telling me that his wife was coming to pick me up to take me because it was about, about 40 minutes away to get to the hospital. So she picked me up, went to the hospital, checked into the hospital, um, in the emergency room and never, ever would I have thought that I was going straight into a room that they were going to tell me that my husband was deceased, you know, like, as I stated earlier, I was thinking that maybe he, they would be like, you know, he'll be ready for you to see him. You know, he's up in his room. He's okay.
1: Did Kenny know at this point, is that why he had. I'm I'm not Sure.
2: I'm not sure he did try to get into the ambulance at one point and he told me, um, but something about not being family. I don't yeah. know if they went to the, to the ambulance. Um, it was such a blur that night and everything's just still so you know crazy, but um, he, I don't think he did, but to this day, I'm, you know, if he did, he didn't tell me
1: a yeah.
2: uh, long ride over there. So this was in Zanesville. So it was at the Genesis okay. hospital. Yeah. Okay. So checking into the hospital, going to the room, then the doctor comes in. And again, I was thinking that she was going to, you know, tell me that he was in a room. Um, no, she said that he didn't make it. So, um, you know, that's was a blow to me. No clue. And then it's like, there's so many thoughts, Kelly, that go into like, you don't even know where it's it's complete shock. Never have I been in shock before in my entire life. Right. This was a shock where if you would ask me today what I was doing when I was told after I was told that, I have no idea. Yeah. I do know that my best friend came to the hospital. She comforted me. She took me home. And I sat on the couch the entire night, not sleeping. And just sitting there staring, holding yeah. my son. So
1: you got Braxton.
2: Yeah. Yeah, So Braxton had, well, okay. So the night at the hospital, they did tell us we could, you know, say our goodbyes. Um, and I don't know if anyone knows, but when they, when you go and you go back and somebody is deceased, they basically give you the, they get, they cut off the outfit in the ambulance. They did give me his outfit all cut in a, in a bag and his shoes and his watch. And they told me that, um, and everyone that came to to see him, my including my mother and my brother, um, and his children, Fred's children, um, wanted the ring, his wedding ring, but you can't you can't take that off. The coroner has to do all that. So you're not allowed to do any of that stuff. So they just basically say, So sorry, the coroner. you know, when the corn before the coroner got there, so sorry, here's the bag of stuff. And you know, which funeral home are you using? And I am mean, sitting there trying to figure out like what day it is and what's going on and, and just, you know, in general, trying to make it
1: so. And and at this time, Braxton is nine.
2: Yeah, he was nine, Mm -hmm.
1: nine years old. I mean, obviously the Fred's other older children, like there's their twenties. Yeah. You're, you're doing these conversations, but you don't even probably really know what's going on or some of your other Probably helping.
2: Yeah. Yes, Kelly. I do not remember calling his his kids at all. Like, uh, they were working. Um, called. Uh, Brandon is, you know, over at uh, the Wexner Center. He's a nurse. Yes. Called him. I don't remember calling him. Um, you know, just and called my brother and had him bring my son and my mom. And and could not tell you. I I, I don't remember the phone call. The right. phone calls at all. Right. It was just totally not there. So,
1: and and then what do you, because I I think in the moment it's the shock. I mean, obviously the shock, the heartache, then I'm assuming you're mad. I would be like, I would be like shocked, heartbroken, then pissed at whoever. All the grief stages.
2: Absolutely. Every,
1: every grief stage
2: possible um, in one night and then over time, but in one night trying to figure out what's happening. You know, right. I go from here. Like I have a son, like yeah. my, my husband was very, um, he was so amazing. Like he helped us with everything. And, um, it's just like, you know, the next day you get up and everything's gone. Yeah. You know?
1: And do you feel like, because I think there's probably a process of like grieving and, and heartbreak, but then it's like, you're, you are now a single mom Independent, like financially, you have this business that was opening the next day. Like, I'm sure that your employees, like, I can only imagine that people stepped up for you in a really big
2: way. Oh, employees, I had a, a manager, Callie, she was fantastic. We, you know, it got around real fast, you know, the town. I grew, yeah. we grew up here, small awesome. town yep. here, um, loved by so many. And um, once it spread, um, my manager at the store you know it was her decision i couldn't go i couldn't yeah. i couldn't even move let alone go open a store yeah. um so she took that over for me um you know she was like we always say she was like our work daughter um yeah fantastic she's actually now the um owner okay
1: i yes that. yes load that she's and so i love fantastic that, that kind of that she's in that way okay so do you feel like I mean obviously then it's not only like the shock and the heartbreak and the grieving process then you have to do all of the stuff which happens with anyone that has someone close to them that passes away um which I don't even want to know like how hard that is to just like figure out figure out yeah like like, bills and like
2: Being a, yeah, life and like uh, health insurance, you know, that he carried, like just, I mean, it's just a constant week after week after week of trying to figure out like, what, what did he do and what did, how did he take care of us? Which was, you know, very, like, it was huge. So it's like, what do you have to do? Like, you have to start making lists and there's no downtime. There's no time to like, you know, after, after the first or second day, I mean, you're, you're starting getting the phone calls of, you know, where, we're you know, where is, his funeral going to be like, you know, where, where is this happening? Where's that happening? Who is that? You know what I mean? Like there's no time to, you know, worry about some of the things that, you know, some of those things. So it, it, it happened really fast. It happened so fast and, and it's such a time, you know, and I mean, I'm still dealing with it. It's been, it was last January and I'm still dealing with like, you know, some credit cards or some, you know
1: what I mean? Everything that comes up. I just had a family member who, not same situation, but older. Someone passed away, and she was like, "You can't imagine the things that like I can't do something with the security because it he's the one that set it up and he's the one that had the password. Absolutely, and, like all so many little things. So what? Do you, because you have the daily, like I mean, not just daily, but like financially. Braxton, like Braxton, also I'm sure needs. More because he just loses his dad, but you're not whole. So how as a mom who's not whole, like how do you fill that void for him? There's all of these daily things. Do you do you feel like and I'm sure still you're still doing this because it's not even it's only been a year, but when did you feel like you started coming out of it where you were like, Okay, I have to get my shit together? Like I have to figure out all of these things? Like, when do you think you started feeling like you could start doing all of the things? luckily, um,
2: it, luckily it is who surrounds you when this all happens, you know, the help that you get from people and friends and family and the, you know, that helps so much as you know, you, you go on this journey. And, um, I mean, if I didn't have the help of, and it's not even, it's just there being there. Yeah. You know, with the friends and again, the family, just being there and coming to my house and helping me um, get through this emotional roller coaster is is amazing. I can't even, it's like priceless. I can't pay that back. Like, some days I even sit here today and think, you know, all the people that helped me, like, how do I, how, how do you pay that back? You know what I mean? It's It's impossible.
1: And I love that you were surrounded. I mean, those are the moments when people show up out of, like, you know that you have an amazing community or family, but like when they show up and show up like two months later. or three- Yeah, just sitting right. with
2: me, just sitting yeah. with me. I just Every- need somebody sometimes to just sit with me. Like I just, you know, you don't know if you're coming or you're going. You're trying right. to figure out so much, Helly, that you're just trying to make it, you know? And then you have this, you know, little guy that's wanting you, you know, needing you to get through this.
1: Do you feel like there was anything that for Braxton, like, do you feel like there was anything that you learned or you're glad that you did for him or you wish that you had done like, because he was young, like, he's yeah. young like is there anything in that moment that you felt like you were like thankful i mean i'm sure one of the things you just mentioned having so many people around you so he felt like he also had a lot of people surrounding him definitely
2: yeah my friends and family that were here for us calls and just coming by to visit i mean it means so much it really does he saw that yeah. he felt that you know in his heart he's such a an amazing guy he's like his dad he's awesome he's like his brothers uh, he has the biggest heart I've ever seen. He's been so amazing throughout all this. And I just love him so much. I mean, I can't, you know.
1: So an added layer, and and part of the reason that I wanted we're young, we're young. I yes. feel like I'm never saying we're young anymore. I'm always saying I feel old and I'm like getting old, but I feel not, young. <laughs> we're still young. Yes. So it's like that's like another added thing. And maybe you're not even to this point, but you, I saw a post that said like widow, like you're a widow in your forties. Like how, how do you, what does that look like in the sense of you are relatively young? Like when is the right time for you, Tracy, like to do things for, and I'm not even saying like get married, do all the things, but. There has to be this space of like, when is the right time for you to not let your life pass by? Not that that's what's happening because listen, I've seen you out and about, like you've got it going on, like, you know how to live life in the best ways. Um, But I have to think that there's like a transition of feeling guilt either way, feeling guilt for him. And what you had and the love and the relationship, but also so feeling a guilt for yourself, and who you're meant to be. It's like a, a fine line. And so do you feel like what does that process look like? And where do you feel like you're in that process? Because you're a hot you're a hottie. Aww. Um, you, <laughs> Thank are, you And and you want to do it in the way that feels the
2: best way for yourself most importantly. Yeah, Brass is my number one. I mean, you know, yeah. you have so many parents say that. It's so true. I learned that so fast. Uh he is my number one. So uh, my mom and I actually became widows about the same time. My father passed away in October and then my husband passed away in January.
0: Oh. Uh,
2: so, and then not to mention my, my uh, mother and father-in-law, which is Fred's parents passed away prior to that. So it was a, it was a rough year and a half. It was a really rough. Um, but Braxton is, you know, he's my number one. So as for me moving on, I'm, I, you know, I want to, I, he wants me to, the only thing that Braxton has ever said is please don't replace my dad. I said, I, your dad is never going to replace, like there's nobody that will replace Fred. He was absolutely fantastic. Fantastic to us, you know, to everybody. He took care of everybody. Um, He was, you know, just the greatest guy. So there's no replacing him. We've, We've got over that hump. And he does want his mom to be happy. And I do want to be happy, but I also want to be happy with somebody that, you know, wants my son to be happy. So it's, yes. it's, it's a, you know, I would never think that I would be on this journey with trying to, you know, I thought I would be married for a long time. And yeah. So when you stop and you think it's so, it's changed so much as opposed to me, you know, being in my, in my 40s and yeah. losing my husband. And now having to, you know, maybe date again and, you know, all that it's, it's really hard to think about, but I also don't want to be by myself. And I don't think Fred would want me to be by myself because I do have a lot of life left and, you know, and I want somebody to be there for Braxton. So,
1: well, and I think too, I mean, being divorced and not the same, not the same. I'm not trying to compare in that way, but I do think that there were like six years that I was single and. I didn't have like I didn't have this like huge like want to go and do all the things like I love same in a sense that I love my kids like I was like I'm doing all the things and I I was filling things in the sense that I loved going out with my friends I loved doing all the things and I think it had to be the right time even in that very different sense of the right time for me the right time for my kids the right time in all the ways and I think that you'll find that space too for yourself and you'll know the moment.
2: Yeah. I, I, I believe that as well. I uh, I just want, you know, to to move on with him and he's such a great little guy and I just want him to be happy. So but again do he's you, my, my go ahead.
1: Do you are, feel like what do you feel like are your because super we're we are super young. I'm gonna yes. listen to this podcast like multiple times 21 like, Kelly. Kelly. We're are talking you? about 40s.
2: We are like 21.
1: Young. <laughs> um, what do you, do you think that there's anything? I mean, obviously no one ever thinks that this is what's going to happen. Um, what do you feel like are your biggest, I don't know if takeaways are the right, but like the biggest things that you learned from this whole experience. I feel like I know what one of them is, but I'm going to let you say, but like, what do you feel like are the biggest things that you took away that you just, because this has to have changed you, you have to be a different person now. I am, totally different. Or I am totally different. The day before. I am. Um. So what, what are you, what do you think are the biggest changes that you've seen in yourself and just from this whole thing that you've learned? Okay. So be prepared.
0: Okay. You
2: never know. Never say never. Okay. Yeah. If I, if you would have told me that this is where I would be right now, I would never, never believe you.
1: You And listen, be prepared, and I'm going to ask this, and this is partially for myself even too, and I'm not not married, but Jeff and I are cohabitating. Oh, I know. I love it. Yeah, but what do you, like, I would say that I am not someone that's prepared. (laughs) Uh, I feel like if he, like, what things do you think are things that you're like, damn, I wish that I would have freaking... Known this or had done this, or like we would have just I mean everyone will be listened horrified, but I don't e- I don't have a life insurance policy. I'm gonna write it down on my notes to to life make- insurance, yeah. There's do me. you think that that is one of the biggest things that Ellie, really- life insurance yes, especially with your kids
2: I know just a uh, life insurance policy um just in general, like knowing if you're the you know the You know, when a couple are, and I saw this earlier on, you know, I sold real estate for a long time and I did like credit reports. And, um, I feel like if you're not, if you're not doing the bills and you're not, you know, checking on, you know, what's going on or how to pay the house payment or, you know, whatever you've got going on, you need to figure it out. You need to live your life as, as almost like a single person, just in case, you know, even if you're married just in case you're going to have to take it on one day because like, you just, you know, life happens. Yeah. And, um, luckily I did do all the bills and I did do all that stuff, but I mean, just in general, my husband worked at a car dealership. He took care of my car. He did all that stuff. I don't know how to, you know, the oil, I mean, just little stuff, even that adds up, you know, over time, like, um, you know, the maintenance on the house, I've had things go wrong and it's just like, Oh no, you know, light bulbs and just, just little things that they do yeah. that you never should take for granted right you know and um yeah life get that life insurance
1: policy you need that so for sure. I think that that's a really important thing like just thinking about being prepared. like because I think there's almost this aspect we all know me like rainbows and unicorns always but there's this aspect like oh I'm not going to do that because I miss positivity and everything's going to be perfect in life but I thinking having the aspect that being prepared just prepared for for anything, especially, I mean, I don't want to say women and men, but especially as a woman, I think like who leans into a husband doing all the things, not that you weren't kicking ass in life with the, with the rosies and all the things, but just being prepared. Okay. So that's huge.
2: Get your will, get your will done. Do a will Yes. You know, know where your assets are going, you know, if you have it, especially and that's another thing with kids. You know, when you have the when you take on the, the kids, you need to make sure you have everything ready to roll. You don't want to pass away unexpectedly and have any disputes, you know, with with you know, multiple kids, older kids, college kids. Like you just want everything to be when you, you know, I I'm amazed to hear a lot of even celebrities passing away where there's no like will or anything and there's so much like you know, assets. And it's just like, make sure you have all that squared away because you don't know. Right. We don't know. We're not guaranteed tomorrow, Kelly,
1: you know? I mean, this is the perfect, um. I mean, not the perfect reminder because I don't want to say it's perfect, but it is so true that like, I mean, even too, I think even if you have a will, being regular about updating it and like- Updating it, yes. present in it because we are super young. And so I think for our age bracket, there probably are a lot of people that are like, Oh, I can do that. Like I have time. Like,
2: I- it's easy. It's easy to put anything off. Um, about two. Okay. So my father died in October. I went with my mother and my brother to do his will. We hired an attorney, went to a lawyer's office in let's say November, Yeah, we didn't have a, my husband, I didn't have a, he didn't have a will and he passed away in January and he was at the meeting with my mother, my brother and I, so that tells you how you never know. You never know. And, and especially if there's like stepkids and stuff like that, you need to make sure that just everything's squared away. You want them, you know, I love my, I love my stepkids. Like I want them to be, you know, that's their dad. You know, and and you just have to make sure everything's squared away. Luckily, he left life insurance for his kids. He had it all squared away for us. Um, But some people don't. And then what would happen? You know, I'm in this, you know, home that we had just built. If my husband didn't have a life insurance, where would I be? Where would I be with Braxton? We would be on the street. We would be living with my mom. We'd be living with my brother. We wouldn't have any, you know what I mean? Because for the longest time, it takes a while to get back to work. You know, it, it's, it's a, it's an emotional thing. You know, I worked with my husband. I was a little bit different than most people. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go to my shop where I worked with my husband. It, it reminds like for the first a month, I couldn't yeah. go. I couldn't go Kelly because one, he was there still to me. And number yeah. two, we had so many customers that wanted to know what happened, and I couldn't do it every day. I couldn't go yeah. in here and explain it twenty-five times of what happened to my husband. You right. know, it was it was it was so impossible to me to me to do that for me to do that. So, you know, everyone's different, but again, I would just say, just make sure everything's squared away. You never just you never know what's going to happen, and um, you know, especially when there's those kids. Yeah,
1: sure. and because it's I do fun. think like, yeah, you love all the kids, but and I, and I, you always hear the horror stories of people fighting and all of the things. But if it, if it's just on a piece of paper, when everyone's emotions are high, and they're in the muck of it anyway, it's just cut and dry. And there's nothing to even talk about. It's just been decided and done. Do you think there's anything else? Like, I love all that be prepared. Because I feel like I'm next time you and I talk when we have drinks here in the yes. next week or so, okay, perfect. Um, I am gonna get this stuff in order. Do you think there's anything else? And and it's one I'll thing that. I, what'd you say? I said do it. You have to I'm do going it. To do it. Do you think? So I think that the other thing that you probably had a huge life life lesson in, but I might be wrong, is just community, family, friends, like the importance of the people that you're surrounded by. Is there anything else that you feel like? you a big major way that you've changed in the last year
2: um I don't want to deal with anybody that wants to come at me you know in the last year like um there's a lot of um like kind of like there's there's always you know I feel like it's uh where something happens in your life and a lot of other people want to tell you how to kind of live your life Yeah. Uh, Maybe you should move. Maybe you should do this. Maybe you should do that. And it's kind of like, you know, I'm the one living it. I'm the one still paying the bills and, you know, and I have the, you know, Braxton. So I would say that that has like kind of triggered me in a little, in a a little bit. Um, So I just don't want to, I just don't want to deal with, um, you know, and as we all get older, you know, we also don't want to deal with a lot of stuff that we've dealt with when we were in our 20s. Yeah. So it's even more like bullshit, it's a little bit of the bullshit that you're bullshit. like. Yep.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, I, I just don't I don't have time for it. Yeah. Uh, I shut it off real fast. Yeah. Um, you know, I I I just don't even it's just done. So yeah. that's changed me a lot um in the last year and a half.
1: No, yeah. I love it. Do you feel like with that bullshit, and if you don't like this question, we can cut it out, but I think with that bullshit too, I feel like for me, and again, totally different scenario, but getting divorced, I have a, um, a big presence on social media for my job and what I do in life. And I felt like I was at time judged for where I was or what I was doing, or if I was out or if I was not out. Do you have any of that? Is that part of the bullshit? I mean, a small part, but maybe where people are like, or do you not even take that into consideration of how how you're living and what you're doing and you're basically like, I'm here to do me. I take it all into consideration. Um,
2: you know, I never got, I was married once. and never got divorced, so I can't relate to that. However, yeah. with him passing away and moving on, it makes you you know, second guess a lot. Yeah. And then the criticisms coming and, and telling you what you should do and what you shouldn't do. Um, it, you know, if you want to pay my bills and so forth or, or you know, raise my son, absolutely. Come and tell me how to yeah. do it. Yeah. But otherwise,
1: you know, I'm doing
2: it now. So and yeah. I think I'm doing a pretty damn good job.
1: Hell so yeah, that's why I wanted to have you
2: on. I, felt I know, like my son is freaking through. amazing. So I think I'm doing pretty good. So he's advanced in every, you know, he's just amazing. So I don't, I don't, I didn't, I don't deal with it. Yeah, I shut it down fast. You know? I
1: like that. So, I mean, I think overall, I, one, I just think, I want you to know that I genuinely, when I say that, um, I feel like it's kind of... A, social media is so different. I mean, I think that social media is also a little bit of the highlight reel, but I think you've also been very raw and vulnerable. And so I feel in this journey and so I feel like I've kind of watched it from afar unfold and I think that you, in my opinion from afar have just shown incredible strength and you Thank show you. you show the love story, you share those moments, I think even Braxton's first day of school, anyone that is watching that unfold and, and the path that you've, you are doing is shows that you're an incredible mom shows that Fred's always in your heart on the first day of school, all of, all of the parts and pieces I love that his picture is in the background um, with Braxton, but I just think that you have shown incredible strength and have done it in a very classy, amazing way. And I also took big takeaways that I need to get my shit together. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, get my shit together. Um, Life insurance will being prepared at all times, a woman or a man, just knowing all the ins and outs of what your partner brings to the table. Um, regardless if you're married or not, the world is so different these days. Like what, regardless, however that works, you cohabitate or, um, you do your thing, make sure that you have just an understanding of all the ins and outs of the household and the finances and all of the things I think is really, really important. And then just remembering your community, your family, your friends, one, to step up for them in these moments. And just, even if it's just sitting uh, beside them quietly um, and just remembering that you, there's going to be moments in life that they need to lean on you. They lean on you, you lean on them. And then the bullshit, goodbye to the bullshit. We yeah. have one life, We you never know what tomorrow holds and who cares about the naysayers or the haters. We're here to do the best we can always. And that's what everyone's trying to do. And so just showing up for the life that you want to live and letting go of the bullshit.
2: I love it. Yes, it's exactly. It. And if I can help anybody with any of this, I would absolutely be so thankful.
1: Well, I love that, Tracy, too. And I think, you know, when we post this, we always post some social and we have a newsletter. So we'll connect your Instagram, your Facebook, all the things. To this, So that if you're someone that maybe has a friend or yourself, um, you know, anyone that you think is going through that space in life where they're grieving, or they're trying to figure things out, or they're moving forward, and it's scary to move forward, I'm sure too, that you are someone that is um, an inspiration just to follow in general how you're doing it, but also would be a great um, ear for them to listen, to share, and to kind of help them with some of those things that you probably know a little bit better than some of their closest friends that are surrounding them. So I just, yes. huge thank you for joining thank you, today. You.
2: thank you so much. Yeah.
0: All right, my friends, Tracy, thank you so much for coming on, telling our story. And hopefully, if anyone out there, if it helps, um, there's links in the show notes of how to reach her you can dm her on instagram and um you know you know i'm sure she will help as much as she possibly can um my friends please opt into our newsletter you'll get all the good stuff and please honor us with the five-star reading and a review it really helps you guys um for other people to find the podcast we have to work with the algorithm and uh yeah and next time, we'll come at you guys with a weekly roundup. I got a uh, request to do an update on on the writers and actress strikes out here because it will start to affect you guys um, in the fall season. The shows are not necessarily coming at you anymore. So, all right, my friends. Uh, Going to take off before this bean starts to make tons of noise. Have an amazing week over and out. We're with Digitent Podcast, and this is Greener Grass.